0: We've got a bonus guest. Absolutely. This is a. Stellar. A little bit, of, little bit of love for me here. Well, there is. And both of us, because he's also the, son, uh, yeah. the dad of the guy who was the best player on the ground on Monday for the big freeze match at the MCG. King's birthday, Melbourne, in and, and Collingwood, of course. And uh, the dad of Jack Viney joins us. Todd. G'day, Todd. <laughs> Uh, g'day, Jack. G'day, Woz. Well, I'm mm-hmm. well. We're fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. Um, we'll get to North in, a, I don't know, how long? I don't, I don't know, Ooh, but... One question you got, Jack. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about Jack's game, mate, and how proud of you was it, because it was enormous for Melbourne on, on Monday.
1: Yeah, no, he obviously played well. He ended up with the New down there, medal, which is, I know, something he holds very really dear to him. He's had a, you know, known nil for a long time, of time through my connection with Neil and the Melbourne Football Club connection. So, you know, Neil's inspired not only the Melbourne Footy Club, but Collingwood and all the AFL people. So, I think he felt something special about playing in that game and he, uh, he certainly played well and it was great to see. It uh, was my first game, seeing a Melbourne game this year, so it was good to see a good game, full crowd, everyone with their MND beanies on. Um, So it was a good occasion, nice to see the Demons win and Jack play well.
2: Titus was here. Um, Do you, with with Jack, do you still, I know because you're around a lot of other footballers, do you still get sort of inspired or do you still sort of have those proud moments about the way he plays, even though you got, I mean, you're you're focusing on a lot of other football?
1: Yeah, I think think, one of the downfalls of being in football, um, in my role, now and where it's been is that you can become a little bit blase about you no know, appreciating the the moments where your your son's playing footy and um, uh, you you know just take it as part of the course but it's obviously something special to see your son running around um, you know, playing really good footy. So I'm trying to really appreciate the moment a bit more, you know, stop and smell the roses, but I think as as a father in the industry you sometimes can become a little bit blase about
2: it well from us he's used special lady. he's playing some ripping football um when we get on to north though um how well how are you um and the club seems to have settled a little bit and it's it's trans, trans, translating on the field
1: yeah no it's been uh, you know a really tough year for the the club um the Hawthorne investigation um, which involved Elster right from the start of the, his journey at the Kangaroos the, you know the players uh, and staff uh, and members have found it a difficult period of time the last three or four years you know they haven't had much much of a break there's been lots of change in personnel and looking for a bit of a change of luck and that was certainly the, the feeling when they Uh, managed to land Kaiko, but it's been one thing after another with that, and now obviously with his taking some time away and trying to rejuvenate, re-energise, to come back into footy, you know, the toll of that investigation not having a say in it has took its toll, so, but the club is really in a strong position, it's got really strong uh, management, leadership, from the board and Sonia uh, from Genwara, CEO. So we're really lucky that Brett Ratten has been able to step up. He's an experienced coach who's coached under Clarco as well and, and been involved in premierships with him. So he knows the style of play and some of the philosophy that it brings. So it's been seamless in that respect. And To the players credit, um, I've really continued to embrace you know the game style, the philosophies that we're trying to put in place. The environment's really good, and um, you know the footy's been pretty consistent, and we're seeing some good results with our development of our young players. Done. George Wardlaw just got the Rising Star for this week, um, and then you know we've obviously had Harry Sheezel that's won a two, so we've had two players that have won Rising Stars, and there's been good development in a lot of our players. So uh, we're in a. You no, know, we'd like to be winning more. Um, but as far as our development, I think we're heading in the right direction.
0: Well, you are. You are, well, just just back on clarco Have you spoken to him recently? And
1: if so, how is he? Yeah, no. I've, um, I spoke to him last week. I've tried to really let him have time away. I yeah. really, when he decided to step away, I said, "Burn your phone. You know, you need <laughs> a complete break. I don't want to ring me up and asking me about the team selection and who's doing what." But. Um, We've had some com- we've had some conversations both um on the phone and by text and yeah he's he's getting better he's re-energizing um and feeling you know feeling like he's making some progression uh, we still don't really uh, have any expectations of when he's coming back that still could be a period of time but uh, as i've said from the start i'm confident he's, he's he'll come back he's still um you know he still stinks in the footy question every now and again so he's still thinking about footy but he's got you know his, his health uh, issues more important than uh, the footy stuff right at the moment
2: yeah absolutely and just to, from, from your own point of view have you had to sort of change your role slightly or did you consider sort of even maybe even stepping into a coaching role
1: no, uh, no, my coaching goes well and truly passed. And you were fantastic I, at Melbourne, Todd. <laughs> I, I, did a, I did a stand-in role for a short period of time and uh, Dean Bailey um, got moved on and that was enough senior coaching experience for me. So <laughs> I'm happy uh, in the GM role and um, that has enough challenges for me rather than uh, doubly up and doing any coaching.
2: And one of those challenges, perhaps, is and which but I'm delighted in the fact that uh, you've kept your arms open to him, and now he's showing on the field. Taryn Thomas, um, how, how's he? How's he feeling? Because he's he is playing. He's he, two games back, were sensational.
1: Yeah. Well, he's had um, you know a really interrupted uh, period of time for nearly over 12 months now. He's he's gone through uh, quite a bit of education this year, which has been well discussed well documented we feel he's in a good place we feel like he's um you know, learned a lot about himself and about you know the bigger picture around what society and the community expectations are around behaviors particularly in relation to the things he was in a bit of trouble with around relationships so i think he's in a better place better educated um he's been back playing afl footy for two weeks, been back in the you know the AFL full-time environment for about a month now. So he's done. He's played some reasonable footy in the first two weeks. Showing showing some really positive um, yeah. skills and attributes. We know he's a talented player. So this is he'll work continue to work on himself um, holistically, and his footy needs to keep working on his fitness and understanding our game style because he's been out for a while, but. We're hoping that he'll uh, play some good footy in this
2: back end of the year. And another one, I just wanted to sort of touch on another player. um, Scott, who's... uh, Yeah, Robert Scott, who's running around on the wing and just his game's gone to a a higher level this year. Can you sort of pinpoint where that's come from?
1: Yeah, no, I think uh, Bailey's one of our
2: real pros. Sorry, Bailey, I just said he was dead. Uh, Yeah, Rob's his dad,
1: but Bailey's... um, (laughs) Uh, uh, that would uh, that would upset him like, like Jack when he gets caught Todd I uh, don't tend to like it, but he's uh, been going well. He's um as I said, he's a real pro, he's a real smart kid. Um, he's uh, he's one of our elite runners, elite trainers. he understands the game plan, you know he's playing on the wing, which is a really important structural role for the team. And he's had,
0: uh, yeah, he's he's played some really outstanding footy, and he's growing, uh, growing each week. Yeah, well, that's good to hear, Well, you were at Melbourne when uh, you know Petraka and uh, Oliver were coming through, and obviously Jack as as well. But where do where do you rate George Wardlaw and amongst those guys? Uh, looking back at them, and his his standing um, compared to them.
1: Well, you see, uh, there's no doubt. You see the raw talent uh, when Oliver. And Petraka started. Now you saw the real natural talent, the um, a thirst for the contest, um, some real agility, some real power. And George is one of those players that has enormous power. He's not—I don't—he's not as big as Petraka and Oliver, but he's got the same type of power, and that's probably created some of his injuries for him last year and his last year of under 18s and a little bit this year. We just had to. That his body try and catch up um, to get the strength to match his power and um, but he's got enormous power around the stoppage he attacks the body he attacks the ball uh, he's got a real uh, competitor in him so now there's some really strong attributes that he's got that are similar to some of those elite melbourne guys but he's he's got a lot to learn too he's um he's pretty raw it's all a natural talent and he's going to learn more and more uh, from the coaches and understand the game plan, which will set him up for a really long and distinguished career. Hopefully,
2: do you do you have a favourite? I know sometimes um, coaches and uh, even presidents we've had on here with named their little favourite. You got a favourite that's sort of running around at North at the moment? That's it's coming along.
1: No, no, I think that'd be like naming your favourite <laughs> child. <laughs> we've all got one, that's- Todd. I know, probably deep down you might have, but um, I just, uh, I'm loving the, I'm loving the guys at the footy club, they've really got a thirst for improvement, they've had a, um, some of them are coming into the AFL system straight up, and so there's been some challenges for them in their first year, they've already experienced um, some stuff, and AFL footy is about being resilient. You know, you need to be resilient to have a good career and a long career in AFL footy. You're going to get challenged somewhere along the line with um, injuries and things that don't go to plan so already Wardlaw and Schiesel and Braden George and a few of these guys playing their first year are experiencing some of that but you know, some of the guys have been there for a period of time of experiencing drama for the third or fourth time so, um, you know I'm really proud of how they're handling the they handling the environment at the moment, they're driving uh, an environment, which is they're all trying to get better and eventually they'll come out the other side like Melbourne did and, um, and then you sit back with success and you think well that's been a hell of a ride, hell of a journey and you talk about fulfilment and when you've been down the bottom like North Ave for a couple of years and you get to the top you go yeah well that was a journey and that's something you can tell your grandkids about.
0: Well, that's right. That's, that's absolutely. What, that's what I did. It was, uh, Todd. That's what we. I mean, you'd, you'd experience the same thing. But uh, tell us, you, what measures have we made to uh, to not do the uh, interchange cap again? Uh, we uh, <laughs> we decided to count them this uh, from now on. Yeah, no, we've got uh, we've got the mathematician <laughs> teachers coming in. <laughs> right. uh, we're slightly working on our on our
1: counting, but no, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's
0: just
1: um, you know, it was a perfect. Um, storm of circumstances that happened all, all at all once in a really tight game. We um, yeah, we just didn't get it quite right. We take full responsibility as a as a whole footy department. We're not blaming one person or another. It was a whole department thing. You know, players were coming off the wrong time. We didn't get it quite right up in the box. We didn't get it right on the on the bench. So we put things in place that we think were really well placed. That we don't think will happen again. Um, but, you yeah, mistakes happen And we'll, uh, we either win or we learn And that was just another learning experience For us as a
0: club oh. Oh, well, that's, a, that's a, I love that attitude, you win or learn um, And you got the big game on, uh, on Sunday Against the Bulldogs Home game, Marvel Stadium 4 o'clock or 4.30 start um, What can we expect? Another really competitive
1: performance? Yeah, no, we're just hoping we continue to improve Week on week, I think Um, last week we showed some really positive signs in the first quarter I reckon if you look at the first quarter uh, and you say yeah well that's is that how North Melbourne want to play and I'd say yes we were really good at the contest, we played a front front half game we just didn't probably get it on the scoreboard enough and then we ran out of steam a bit Uh, GWS were a bit too strong over the whole four quarters but we're playing the Bulldogs they've lost a few in the last few weeks but uh, they're a team that If you let them play the way they want to play, they can really uh, keep the ball off you and you you do a lot of chasing. So we're hoping that we can uh, continue to improve and be right in the game, uh, late in the the game like we have in quite a few of the games this year. And hopefully we've put a few things about learning to win in tight games and hopefully we get a chance to put that in practice again on the weekend.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and, and just on Brett Ratton, I mean, obviously it's been seamless, and um, as, as you said earlier, that you know uh, that he's um, he's just taken over uh, Alistair and um, knows his tricks and everything. Um, is he? Does he have an expectation on when he, he will step back, or is he just he's happy to fly through uh, no matter what? Yeah. No, he's
1: uh, he's happy just to um, to keep the seat warm for as long as it long as it takes. Um, he understands that, you know, um, he's just going to do the best possible job for us. Um, he, do, he said he'd do it for Clarko, he'd do it for the club. Um, so he's happy, if, whether it be another week or another six months, he's happy just to continue to do it uh, until Clarko comes back.
2: Well, we hope so, because otherwise Monkey will have to do it. and we yeah, he's,
1: put his, uh, he's put his name up, Monkey. <laughs> he's disappointed that rat has got it. <laughs> <laughs> thought, no. thought he could have added something.
2: No, he's a good man. Yes, he's even,
1: he's even put his his name tag on Pyco's office just in case.
2: <laughs> That's so surprising. As you, should, as you
1: should.
0: Hey, Todd, we'll leave it there, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, at such late notice, mate. Uh, really appreciate it, and hopefully have a, a great weekend.
2: Thanks, Todd. All no right, guys, have
0: a good one. You're Thanks, a good Mike. man, Todd Viney, uh, the general manager of football at North Melbourne.